Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. <laughs> BFT. From the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, presented by High Caliber Millwrights, here's John Canzano with the Bald Face Truth. Our next guest, I've written about him, we've talked about him on this show. I'm excited to get a chance to talk with Scott Keller, the basketball coach, the boys' basketball coach at Century High School. Uh, you may know his dad, legendary coach himself. This is a basketball and a sports family in the state of Oregon. And Scott Keller's now got a basketball team in the bracket in the state basketball playoffs. They will be playing West Lynn tomorrow night uh, in, you know, look, it's, you coach, you probably look up at the bracket, you're excited to be in it, and then you see West Lynn, you got to do some thinking. Yes, a lot of thinking. But uh, like you said, yeah, we're, we, we kind of knew that was coming, you know, in our league. Uh, usually only the, the top three make it. So we knew, hey, if, you, if we got in, we, we, we kind of figured that was going to be the, the be the matchup. So, hey, the good thing is we, we did play them uh, their first game of the season. So I, I guess it's a good thing that we did. <laughs> we have seen them once. Yeah, so the, there's that's some helpful. good basketball in the state. And I thought the Les Schwab Invitational was a great chance to kind of showcase West Lynn in particular. You know, they had some big moments in that tournament, but some others – What's the state of the union in your mind when you look across the bracket and the level of talent? Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. I think just every year, I mean, basketball in Oregon has gotten, you know, gotten better. And I know West Lynn kind of kind of stepped to a level of their own, you know, after the last Schwab. But I mean, you, Barlow's had an amazing season. You know, Tualatin has played West Lynn tough. Uh, I think Lincoln is kind of a team that that you know they ranked fourth. Have, don't always hear a ton about, but I think they're uh, they're a scary matchup for any of those teams. You, know, you always got South Medford hanging down south with the, their sophomore that's averaging about thirty plus a game. You know, so you know, Gresham's tough, Beaverton Mountainside. Like it's just a yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting state. It's just a, a, you know, Westland obviously the favorite, but a number of teams you know that can I think that could that could make a move, and you know, obviously that's just due to the, the the talent level you know in in our state and just the amount of basketball kids kids play these days. Your kids have to be excited not just about playing Westland, but they get a chance to try to stop Jackson Shellstead, uh, who everybody you know talks about a lot. What makes him a good player, or what makes him tough uh, as an opposing coach? Just he can do so many things so well. Uh, his just his his speed uh, is just a different level. He just plays at a different you know a different pace than everybody else. I mean he's he's faster all than you know shoot most guys are running. And I think we we saw that firsthand the first game. You know, and I coached against you know Peyton Pritchard two or three different times, and you know they, they kind of have a different style. But you know, Jackson's just kind of one of those rare kids. He can he can come full speed and, and stop on a dime. You know, anywhere from shoot 15 to 26, 27 feet, and and, and the shot looks the same. So he's just a nightmare in transition because uh, he can get to the basket. He can shoot it from deep. You know, he can go either hand, uh, and then just you know defensively, he's just. Just he's so quick. He anticipates so well. He's just he's kind of head and shoulders the best guy on the floor pretty much every game. You know, every game he plays. And you, just, you don't always see that at the at the high school level. You and I years ago shared a plane ride after a big football game. Uh, was that Texas and USC? Was that a national championship game? Yes, it was. 
Yep. So many years ago, man, and I and I I knew like I had remembered, but I'd forgotten. And you know, when we emailed a little bit about this, like you know, it's just so interesting to me to to get to know people over the years and the the amount of kids that your father impacted as a coach and an educator, and now now yourself, like this is a family thing. Yeah, there's no no question. I mean, growing up with a dad who was a you know, in my mind, like you said, a legendary coach. And just the impact he had on on so many you know, students and athletes, like it kind of made it a pretty, kind of a pretty easy, a, a difficult path, but an easy path, you know, to, to try to follow in his footsteps. And you know, to be be in the same town, uh, you know, is, is is just great. You know, he's got the track named after him, Eldon Keller Track, you know, downtown at Harefield. And uh, it's just, you know, my, my son wants to stay in the Hillsborough area so he can keep the Keller name going. So it's just there's a proud legacy, but. Yeah, our, our my, my life pretty much revolved around sports. You know, as a super, as I tell people, pretty much from birth. With the dad who's a coach, but my brother played for the Kansas City Chiefs for a couple of years. Yep. Played at Stanford. So just like yeah, it's kind of in the, it, it's in the genes. So uh, just try to uh, try to make him proud and make the Keller name proud. You probably don't think like twenty five years is that big a deal, but as you know, I wrote about you here a couple weeks ago, and people were like, "Hey, man, coaches don't stay for twenty five years anymore. The parents today they drive." coaches off and kids are playing club sports and more difficult you've seen changes uh, how, how much has the job of a high school basketball coach changed in the last 10 or 15 years yeah it's, it's definitely i feel getting gotten more difficult you know I think to a degree kids are still the same hey they, they, they want to compete you know they want to know what where the line is you know discipline wise you know they want to be school but there's just so many more outside influences you know this is probably the most number of kids we've had that, that play you know on club teams in the fall and spring and you just you're, they hear so many voices they play so many games like trying to make you know each high school game feel you know, kind of feel sacred uh, it gets harder and harder each year and we try to tell them hey if you, if you want to play basketball in college like high school is the that's the best simulation like we're, we're scouting we're spending two to three days preparing for a game like it's not you know going to vegas for a weekend and playing six games in two days and not caring whether you win or lose like that that's you you may get seen but that's not truly how you're going to prepare you know if you get to the next level but uh there's definitely been a change it's just you know, I feel like the, the the emphasis on high school basketball has definitely kind of deteriorated, you know, except these two weeks. You know, then you feel like it starts to feel old school again. You know, when the playoffs start. Scott Keller is our guest, Century High School basketball coach. They are the number thirty-two seed on the bracket. They'll play against number one Westland tomorrow, six thirty. Um, Scott, you know, last May I want to go back to last May, and I, our listeners know that I've talked about this. I've written about it. Doctors found cancer on one of your kidneys. Um, you had a surgery. The cancer came back. Uh, renal cell uh, carcinoma is the diagnosis. How are you feeling? You have been battling this and sharing this publicly. Um, you know, first of all, it's been inspiring uh, to to watch you be there for your team amid you know so much chemotherapy, a clinical trial, emergency room visits. But how are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, actually, I'm doing pretty well right now. I mean, I went in early January, started the first round of you know, immunotherapy, and the, the kind of the tough part was it really it, it wasn't supposed to have as many side effects as, as it did. Kind of the information I was given is, hey, you, you should be able to handle this pretty well. You'll deal with you know, a little fatigue, and there may be a couple things that, that you have to deal with, but it just you know, it just hit me way harder. Uh, so they, they took me off a couple of the things. Uh, the oral stuff that I was taking and just kind of letting, kind of letting things ride its course for a few weeks, trying to get you know quote back to normal. Uh, so I'm probably in the best spot I've been in in, in a while right now. And then I will uh, 
once the season gets done, uh, and actually I'll go back in next week and meet with the, the oncologist and the trial team, and we'll, we'll, we'll start prepping for round two. So hopefully they'll, we'll make some adjustments there that uh, it doesn't, it doesn't attack quite as hard as, as the first time, but you know, right right now I'm probably been about as good a place as I've been, you know, in a, in a while. Yeah, I had a little Bell's palsy that was there for about three or four weeks, where your face kind of goes numb. Uh, at least there wasn't pain associated with that. But just uh, trying to you know, focus on a little bit of everything right now, and then shoot back at it next week, and and uh, hopefully get on the road to recovery. Earlier this season, uh, you, your team's going to play Forest Grove. You. You had been hospitalized. You'd been through some treatments, and you asked your wife, Katrina, to take you to the gym. You slip in the back door. Um, I saw the video. You're sitting on a folding chair. Your guys are coming into the locker room right before the game, and you know you're fist bumping everybody. And you give them a speech. Um, why was that important for you to be there for your team and talk with them? I just, I don't know. It's like you're in, when you're, in, you know, you're in charge of a program. It's like it's, it's what you do. Like they kind of count on you, and you know, they're still 16, 17 year olds. Like they're, they're obviously compassionate about what you're going through, but you're, you're still, you know, you're still their leader. You know, and I felt like physically, I was in a spot that hey, I could go in and at least let them know that hey, I've just missed the, the last couple of games, but I'm, I'm still here for you, and you know, just, just to get a chance to see them, you know, visually and try to send a message. And it was a, at that point the year early in the season it was an important game we thought like hey we could get that game we knew that was a team we'd, we'd probably be fighting with for a you know for a playoff spot so it just uh i felt good enough to do it and uh and with my wife's blessing uh she she took me and then the rule was they were coming right back <laughs> okay, we'll watch we'll watch the game on tv but uh so but it was just it felt like the right thing to do and something i was i could physically handle you know on that particular day and you know i think it was just good for me to see the players uh, as a lift, and then hopefully like, gave them a little boost as well. I think it gave everybody a boost. I mean, I, I looked at the video, and, you know, you start talking about don't worry about the small stuff. Don't think about the playing time. Don't think about the officiating. Focus on how lucky and how fortunate you are to suit up and play a game you love, and can you play for each other? And, I, I mean, it just, I had glassy eyes. Yeah, I mean, and I think the tough thing, that's, that's a message we try to send, you know, like uh, I think you mentioned on your show before, like we try to send that message anyway. Like it is, like you know, this window in high school is so short, you know, and these number of basketball games are so short. Your time with your teammates is going to fly. So I, I like to think this is a message we 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 try to send every day about playing for each other and and you know, focus on you know control your controllables, you know. But but obviously it had a uh, <laughs> it had a much bigger impact, you know, with everything that was was taking place at the you know at the time. But uh, hopefully our hopefully our kids have got into that already, and and if nothing else, and and hopefully that kind of hammered it like camera that day and, and they've been like they've been great to work with and it's been a, a lot of adversity you know for them as well different coaches popping in and me in and out and you know and then they like you said the attention that's kind of come with it and we've had players getting interviewed and but they've just done a great job of hey, keeping their eyes on the prize and then the prize is say playing playing tomorrow night it's it's a real community there in hillsborough and i think the state of oregon look i've worked and lived different places there's something about this state i think we we feel more connected to each other, and when we see somebody struggling, we, we all want to help. Um, your son, Joseph, uh, organized a GoFundMe, um, and I keep checking in on it, and I know that these treatments is you know are not all covered by insurance and that this is uh, you know has a financial impact as well. What does it mean to you to see the community reaching back out and putting their arms around you? 
Yeah, it was pre- pretty amazing. I mean, I think you know, I'm, a, I'm a Hillsborough guy, you know, growing up here and and then you know coming back, but just to see all, all the support, you know, it was unreal. You know, and starting just just family wise. I mean, my my wife Katrina's had she's had health issues for for 25 years, and and probably you know my stuff pales in comparison to what what she's gone through. So just to see my family, you know, put kind of everything aside, you know, to 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 be there for me. Uh, with their own stuff, and then just to see it kind of trickle to, you know, the rest of family and friends, and then you know, ex players and and staff at Century, and then parents and, and people that don't even you know know me, and then just yeah, just it's it's been overwhelming. I mean, I've got my eighth grade basketball coach, you know, sending me, you know, sending me cards from you know, Grants Pass, Oregon, every week, and you know, third grade class in Klamath Falls, you know, adopted me because their their teacher was an athletic trainer at Western Oregon, you know, back when I was playing, just. You know, so it's like you, you you hate to see this be the you know be kind of the reason to to see the support because I feel like I've always had the support you know for the most part anyway because uh, I think we do things the right way but uh, it's been very humbling very emotional uh, just pretty pretty crazy to to see people and even like you said on the GoFundMe uh, there's names I don't even like I don't recognize and then there'll be a name from you know, Taft High School who I coached in 1992 like you just you know it makes you realize man I guess I did. Yeah. I have been having an impact on a lot of kids for 32 years now, and but but the community's been amazing. Like I just I I can't even put into words like just how how special it feels to, to for all the support that's that's been given. You have poured into that community as well, and I think you know part of it is people recognize the work that you've done. Portland Gear for our listeners, they're also selling a special Keller's Crew T-shirt on their website and the. Profit from those sales will be donated to the GoFundMe. Um, look, uh, your team's playing this game. It's a little bit like uh, you know Norman Dale and Hoosiers. You're gonna walk into that gym. You, you think about measuring the uh, baskets, or what are you gonna talk to your team about before this game? Yeah, yeah we've we've kind of been talking about that you know, a, a little bit. Like, hey, but they, you know, they're still 17, 16, 17, 18 year olds. You know, our kids know who their kids are. You know, actually, their coach Robert Key as uh, one of my closest friends. We were we were backcourt running mates in college at, at Western Oregon back in the back in the eighties. Uh, so I know Robert well. And but yeah, we just we really tried to just like do the best we can, kind of breaking down the mystique, you know, of of West Lynn. That uh, that yeah, we know they're having an amazing year, but they're they're not putting eight guys on the floor. You know, they're not all eight feet tall. Like they're they're high school guys who are you know, some phenomenal basketball players, phenomenal athletes, but they it's not a it's not a best four out of seven, you know. It's like, hey, what what can you do in, in 32 minutes to to try to hang on, you know, as long as you can? And kind of our goal is trying to treat it almost like a college game, where hey, we're we're, we're playing four minutes at a time and trying to you know, trying to survive as close as we can the first four minutes, and and then then play the next four minutes and, and try not to try not to make the game seem you know, quite as long as it is. But yeah, we we, we may. We may pull the measuring tape out and check the free throw line and <laughs> check the rim. Yeah. Uh, walk into Westland. I got. I've had a, I've had a lot of long. I feel like I think like the fourth or fifth time we played playoff games at Westland, and as you probably know, we hasn't been a lot of smiles on the bus <laughs> on the way home. So, well, so we we know our way over there. <laughs> it remind, we were talking about this last week. We were talking about the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. You know, they lost. They gave up 11 goals to the Soviets in the run up to the to the Olympics and then they yeah. you know they win it and they go on. It's not about, you know, at this point it's not about being the best team in the state all year long. It's about being the best team on a single night in that gym. Yes, absolutely. And that's kind of been the message and told kids that you 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 upsetting West Lynn is not going to be the greatest upset in the history of, you know, 
sports. Like, like there's been, you can find an upset every night, you know, in the NBA, you know, in hockey. Uh, obviously, it's a tall challenge, but uh, but yeah, we've kind of tried to approach, you know, approach it that way. That it's like, hey, we're we're, we're probably the uh, of the teams that are going to play. Like, you know, let, let's face it, they beat us by 40 the first time, and there's probably not a lot of concern you know about us coming in but you know to our credit i feel like we're playing better it's kind of the beauty of of the top three in each league making the playoffs because based off the rankings we, we would not have got in but we've you know we went seven and five in the league and we've, we've won we went eight and six in the you know in january and should we played our you know sure was the undefeated team in our league went 12 and 0 and we, we had them tied with a minute to go at their place on saturday so we feel like hey we're we're better we're maybe better than our ranking but we'll see if that yeah we'll see how much <laughs> I always say that. I always say that the, that the last team that is in the lowest seed in the bracket is the only team that gets a buy into the championship game. So it, you know, you got to just look at the opportunity that you have to get in there. Um, Scott Keller, uh, such an inspirational story. If you want to see more or read more about him, I've got a column about him at johnconzano.com. I'll also tweet out the link to the GoFundMe here uh, at the end of this interview. But coach, um, you know, I just want to thank you on behalf of all the citizens in the state so many people that you have coached and taught and lifted over you know 25 years there 32 years coaching overall that you've had such an impact on this state I, I i feel like it's you know a victory in itself and so thank you for what you've done for kids i i know you made about 12 cents an hour probably if you add up all the hours you coached but uh but uh i get the sense that you love it and you get something out of it Yes, no, absolutely. It's been my pleasure, and, and I appreciate you know people like you that, uh, that 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 have an admiration for you know coaches and and just people in general, like the the, the columns you write and the the people you interview. Like you, you 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 touch so many so many lives, you know, in our state, and uh, I'm I'm happy that shoot I could be part of something, and I'm, that's kind of a hope. If I can inspire inspire people on the way during this journey then that's uh you know then that's a that's a bonus but but again it's my my pleasure uh being on today coach good luck to you tomorrow night and uh i will talk to you down the road thank you oh, all right thank you i meant what i said to scott keller so many teachers like him who pour in them you know their effort their time their love their energy their passion and give so much to a community um, look, it's not ideal that he's, you know, battling cancer. It's not. And he's still there for his team. He's there for his kids. And they made the bracket. And they're in this thing. And they're going to get to mix it up with, you know, the team that everybody believes is the best team in the state. Tomorrow night, 630 West Lynn High School. Uh, really good stuff. Such admiration for educators. If you're a teacher out there, I just want to say one thing. Thank you. I want you to leave it here. You got the bald face truth. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.